0: The Holywell Trust Podcast Testimony Series, sharing experiences of those affected by the Northern Ireland Conflict and those people who have taken the decision to take positive steps for the future. Now here is your host, Eamon Baker.
1: Hello there and welcome once again. My name is Eamon Baker. Today we have two interviewees, namely James King and Eamon O'Donnell, who will speak about arts in the community, can enable people to grow, to develop before we begin the podcast, I would like to thank once again our funders, the Central Good Relations Fund, the Reconciliation Fund of the Department of Foreign Affairs, Darien's Triband District Council, and the Community Relations Council. Thank you so much. Tell me a little more, if you would, about the uh, down at Trade Union headquarters and the S- uh, Spanish Civil War.
2: Yeah. Mayday. It was Mayday last year. What, no, two years ago, James. I think it was last year, and James and I went down there. We deliberately went down there, and we called the names out from the plaque, slowly,
3: and climbed the workers' tools. Now, if I may comment here, we may have come across the workers' tools first in a pound shop, That's right. We or we may have decided to do the plaque. So, c- sometimes there's a sequence. Yeah. Arising from taking a wander around a, a pine shop buying a couple of likely items. Yeah. Or it could have been let's respond to this because it's May Day. I think that particular one that we went and bought the to toast of our memory serves me right. View to With go to
2: phone there. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was no May Day march that day, was there? No. So had it, we felt compelled to do something about that. Yeah. So, and we've done that quite a few times St Patrick's Day Parade
3: was another example There wasn't one whenever we started
1: You started the Patrick's Day Parade? Correct
3: In Derry The rediscovery of it I think there might have been Patrick's Day in Derry many years ago but there was a long gap when there wasn't one
1: What did your particular Patrick's Day Parade consist of?
2: We looked around the city and there was hundreds of people standing about people outside say pubs and all that Dressed in the green and white and orange or whatever, tricolours wrapped wrap around them. Young people, whatever. And he said, "What's missing here? Because there was no other energy." And and we decided, "Parade." So we just we chalkboard, but the two of us could hold it. it was bigger than the ordinary one. Two of us could hold it. So we wrote the word "parade" on it, and we walked up from Waterloo Place up uh, Waterloo Street. We were just. So we London
3: And
2: we caught oh. off and The people came <laughs> back <behind>. We looked around There was a crowd behind us And there was tears and clapping As we walked up
1: Past the pubs And yeah. were you dressed In any particular way?
2: Not particularly That day were we? I think so But no, We hadn't planned this It's just mm. what was missing Clothes
3: uh, Oh you were wearing clothes Yeah,
2: yeah. What was missing uh, And that was his I don't think was green. Sure. <laughs> mm,
3: yes, so we, we do mark specific. I mean we mark the, was it the death of the Queen Mother? That we put a sign up that the fish was That's cancelled that day.
2: Yeah.
1: And was the fish cancelled yeah. or? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but we thought it was a way of marking it. It was like, was that not April? April Fool's Day? Every day is April Fool's Day. <laughs> we also, we also.
3: Uh,
1: I saw that line coming before it arrived. In my auditory imagination I thought somebody's gonna so say
3: the uh, moment was ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was in a head out of this moment into a future moment.
2: But uh, I was saying was as connections with what's going on in the city, what what what, what the mood's like and we would sense the mood. You know, on Valentine's Day is so obvious that people's buying roses and whatever in the shop
3: and Christmas, like yeah. we we would mark the approach of Christmas, perhaps singing You don't have to spend money to give.
1: You don't have
3: to spend money
1: to give. You don't have, have to spend money. money.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> to spend money <laughs> or spend less give spend less give more spend mm. less L- give more spend less 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 give more spend
2: less give more spend less spend less spend less give more spend less, less. less. give more spend less, less. More. Spend, so less. More. spend less to us. We would get less more less give more less and it could be different tunes. We
3: tune, a tune would then come out of it, wouldn't it? Or we could both be saying something. Yeah. Together, that's a rhythmic, or you know, yeah. that that's right. Years ago, I you said a
1: rhythmic as opposed to b rhythmic. Yes, or yes. c, or c rhythmic. Uh, well, yeah.
3: Years ago, I would have been sort of oh, I have to get my same rhythm as Eamon, or why is he not going along with me? Or he's changed it, and I have to go along with him. And you would change it too. But now, <laughs> now the if that happens yeah, we would both continue with what we were doing and we would still do it at the same time and I not worry about the pattern you'll notice it as we go through oh, in this
1: interview it might evolve yeah on. so in a future moment this might happen yeah, so
3: well it was a bit like what we were doing there, was yeah. Yeah, you we don't d- have to give money to give to James was going
2: to give, to give, to give you don't have to, to give, spend
3: to money, give, I was going to give to give, to give, to, to give, give, to give, to give, to give, give to, give, give, to give, give. You don't give. have to, to spend give. money to give. give. You don't have to. You don't have to. You know, so there could be a That's
1: lovely. And, meddling and I it. remember walking through a tunnel that leads from Fergie Street into the top of Carlisle Road, and I remember seeing for ages it was there. There was you had graffiti, graffiti, yes. some message of that nature, maybe even you don't have to spend money to give mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that part of the work, a of work, the chalking, the
2: chalking would be a significant part of the work because if we're trying to get a message out there which we did do in Grand National Day you're a winner wants to cross the line which we had put across the footpath, See, you're a winner you're yeah. a winner, so you taped a line uh, with duct tape across the footpath, that's in Columns Hall yeah. yeah, and we both sat at the end of the line we sitting
3: on the steps so you used to were at the
1: end of the
2: line, lower line yeah well
3: not so much at <laughs> the end of the line but across the line
1: it was like the finish line oh and we you've crossed across. a few lines in your day yes
2: but we had writ go down this way because people was that's when we were focusing people going down to the foil side and when they crossed our line we clapped them we applauded them loudly and people got that
1: and Something how did because, they smile? Did they react? Did they well, banter with some, you?
2: Some points there. Someone says, <laughs> says, an Omar, an Omar. Owner. You know, our people would
3: have smiled. That moment when they got it. Now, a, few, a, week, a week or two before that, we had put two lines, that's right, uh, several yards apart in front of St. columns steps.
1: Two lines, James? Several yards apart?
3: And we had written, yep. were they double yellow lines? They came from a double yellow line. there's two double yellow lines coming in like this, so we just extended. Them. So with two double yellow lines, and they were several yards apart, and w- we didn't just applaud the people going down the ways the way we did with mm-hmm. you were a winner. We also applauded people going up as long as they were in this area. Yeah, and we and we clapped. You deserve a clap. Yeah. <laughs> now, so. Uh, Everyone who stepped on the line, they got applause. Now, the interesting thing about that day was so suddenly a photographer appeared, and I thought, nah, he's, I thought for a moment, he's not coming to photograph us. I was quite right, he wasn't coming to photograph us. <laughs> because following him was a bride, a woman getting married. Yes. And her entourage of bridesmaids. Yeah. And they uh, came onto the steps past us and stood behind yeah. us yes. at the top of our steps. Yes.
1: Your steps? Yes. Yeah. No the, one forever is James and Eamon's and steps. Other people clapped them as well. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And he took a photograph. And so we
3: moved away. We moved away from their space, their moment. That was their moment. We weren't
1: uh, Part of the wedding part party.
3: But what was interesting too was they went into St Column's Hall. (coughs) So we resumed our place.
1: Yeah, having given them their
2: space
3: yet at the moment. The photographer went across the road to above to Badgers, climbed up to a top window at Badgers, and the wedding party they had climbed up the steps, the the stairway, inside St. Columns Hall to a balcony, or balcony, which is above our step. So they came out on a balcony. And while they were on the balcony, posing and the photographer was photographing, we were doing our thing below.
1: You were doing your thing including Yes, vocalising—you know, you deserve a clap, deserve a clap. <laughs> to the general public. And yeah. did the general public spot what was happening with the bridal party oh, and, and the photographers? the in the
2: taxi here across the street, spotted, it. and they were all. Like, and there
1: was a crowd gathering, and watching up. Well, the thing that's come into mind here is, apart from the beautiful inventiveness of this, you don't have to spend money to give. It just comes back into the mind. Usually you're creating something yeah. that's generating laughter or good feeling. Yes, and. You know what are the resources? Your own mind, your own creativity, a bit of duct tape.
3: There's a nice bit of synchronicity, uh, coincidence. Which sometimes well, well, it's sometimes we kind of minimalist in what we do. Yeah, um, try to keep it as minimalist as possible.
1: I, re- I have a, a, a pictorial memory of the Valentine Day. Did you not cut oh, cards? a card? A
3: card, the shape of a heart. Yeah, I wrote on it, and we had uh, uh, necklaces of
2: hearts. And then we found these beautiful wee hearts in the pound shop
3: necklaces of
2: hers. Yeah. And we'd put them in our hats and write down round us and we joined together didn't we? We joined, we joined together. Our hats, we joined our yeah. hats. We yeah. were, our, our hats were linked and with a chain of round the one hats. And old favourite which we sing in all these days, days, your love really matters. Your love and really, really matters, oh yes it, it really does. does. Your love really matters Oh it really, oh, it really, really does and They would have changed it and changed it and went Your love, your love, your love and went, Matters, matters, matters yeah. So we got a beat and a rhythm going there
1: People passing by would smile Yes
2: I found that when some elderly couples would walk past We would have slowed down to delivery mix Slower for that, lack of tune itself. But then we change it, alter, alter it. it wouldn't alternate.
3: always be so uh, beautiful and playful. I mean, Eamon. Last week we were out. I was very concerned. He'd been over to Liverpool. Yes. It. Could you talk about? That? Oh, and I and felt I came back the Hillsborough.
2: The Hillsborough. Yeah,
1: I came back disaster.
2: The whole, the whole yeah. thing. It was the last commemoration I went to. I'd been before, but I come back sort of. I really felt uh, compassion. Was before people. the case, yeah. Just before the, the verdict was, yeah. The before verdict the verdict was out. yeah. And uh, I felt that they were denied social justice and truth. You know, it was exactly like our the feeling that I got from Liverpool, exactly like our Bloody Sunday here. Mm. I felt we had to do something about it. You know, in our work and I brought down their work. So we wrote justice for '86, and we sort of raised it on the steps, and then yeah. and
3: we sang um,
2: the anthem You'll Never Walk Alone yeah, we sang that with it now, people would have understood that but it was something I would have done it was cathartic for me, I would have done it for myself
3: and then uh, the, the question of understanding is interesting too it was clear to Eamon yeah. what the uh, Justice for the 96 and uh, to me, because he told me it may not have been obvious to everyone and this is where in some of the performance that we do, my view in particular, I won't speak for Eamon, is that people can read the experience and interpret it if they want to or respond to it from their own perspective so that it may not always be clear and we may not even have had a message or an agenda that's right. but people actually seem to want one they want, you they want to some way makes, yes mm.
2: they want to understand what's going on and they're only really passing us for a couple of seconds that's spot where we're at I remember, I mean he's coming to me a few years back once he was at some breakfast school which is now closed and he said to me we were doing a geography lesson in class today, and the teacher says, around Derry, and she says, to Columns Hall. And some people said, that's for them two boys sing on a Saturday or a Friday. So my niece put the hand up and says, that's my own compass. <laughs> you know, so that was maybe we've got somewhere we do want to go to, but that's what happened. Yeah. We've mm. become a feature, and people have said to us, I remember the other couple stopped us one day, James and says, he made me smile every week. Mm. You know, I thought it was
3: and And, and, and we, we've travelled. Yeah, we have. Yeah. We've well, been to Edinburgh.
1: You were in the Edinburgh Festival last year. Well,
3: we, I was he with was. R- R- Rory McSwagan and mm. Rory Moore and Cara Park. Eamon came and uh, joined me, and we did a performance of our own yeah. for an hour and a half or more. The street. Out on Princess Street. Yeah. And um, you'll understand why I mentioned this. Instead of being up steps, we were down steps. Did you ever see somebody with a mobile phone and they're talking away and they're making these gestures to somebody? Yeah. (laughs) It's like as I'm doing now. So there were these three or four steps leading down to a shop. Yes. So there was sort of a path. For the door of the shop and then there were the steps leading down to it. It was sort of a tartan is. shop or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a nice little alcove downcove. So we worked with flip-flops that day. I had flip flops yeah. with me. And, uh, and we began with those. Yeah.
1: Uh, and you were using them as yeah, flip, percussive flip, instruments. I was
3: aiming and flip, me and a friend and of his friend like Flip flap. Flip
2: flap. Started off like that Then we developed a tune. And I remember this young girl was come past, and we we're just starting off. We we're just making noises because we didn't know where it was going to go. And she went past. And she danced past and She went. We were, we were rocky. And see that moment, I says, "There's someone here." So and
3: like then this. another woman came by and said. You will never be bored. Yeah.
2: we And so, that was that our text. our phrase. We used that then. <laughs> what, how, we
3: are never bored. We are never bored. We are never, never, never bored. We are never bored. We are
2: never bored. We are never bored. We are never bored. We are never, that never You were walking down the street and all of a sudden these
1: and so you are almost half invisible? No, yeah.
2: no we weren't half, we were no, sort of... quite clear, but sort of we were down this Three or four s- steps down, I think it was three or yeah. four steps down. But so it was why? raining, and people was rushing past. But then all of a sudden, they got...
1: The <laughs> sound would suddenly the sound and then capture them, yeah, attract yeah, yeah.
2: them. Yeah. So yeah. So that it was different. changed the, the mood. Course. I like to change my mood, because I felt really good after it, because I was just... Why perform then? I attend the festivals. <laughs> I didn't tell people well done,
3: but that's that's what it was. Uh. It was great because uh, they're very strict uh, about who performs where. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the you know, buskers and street acts—they you know, have to get licences and yeah. permission. And so had you got licenses no, and permission? it <laughs> just disappeared. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have a wee video of it too. Oh, right, it's a video right, yeah. yeah. of it. Ah.
2: But it was a nice thing to do, and it sort of, on that wet day, it changed the mood on that street, I do
3: my mind.
1: And even you know, changed people, your mood as well, you as said as well. Yeah.
3: With people dancing past, you know, yeah. you know, moving, Dave. So, I mean, that was certainly minimalist compared to what the other. Performers that would be. One of the performers I really
2: yeah. uh, love was the time we went to Oma, did Bouncers. Do you remember that, James?
3: I do, with, uh, with Christine. Christine,
2: uh, mm-hmm. It was the way it evolved. There's like a wee back alleyway off the main street in Oma, and we went down it. But we stopped at the end of the way we stopped? We stopped at the end of the alleyway. A lot of people use it, because it's only one of the main shopping centres. Iceland or somewhere down around there. And we were standing. Christine stood on this side and I stood on this side James was standing or something and I just folded my arms and stood waiting for something to happen and all of a sudden I was bouncing Christie, was doing the exact same thing so the three of us bounced the three of us became bouncers and we so wrote so wait, the word
3: we wrote bouncers on the ground I jumped up and got it like that like, <laughs> jumped up and down <laughs> uh, and how
1: long could you sustain that? we sustained that for
3: about half an hour at least didn't we? Ah, well we stopped and started yeah
2: ah. we kept that going
1: Cause yeah. I remember the entrances
2: came out of it. People got, not yeah. they got. It, I thought.
1: And again, did people laugh, smile? They loved it. There was more uh, laughter. You know, just like
2: spontaneous walking down this wee alleyway, this thing's
3: a party. You know, it was brilliant. Uh, it's one of my magic moments. And we've been to London. We've been barred, barred from the South Bank, I, from the South Bank. I, I, I recall
1: you talking to me about this. It's in the book. What book is that, James?
3: Moving pictures. Honest,
0: honest, honest, <laughs> <laughs> Missed an episode of the Hollywell Trust or Hollywell Testimonies podcast? Well thanks to our on demand service on soundcloud.com and Apple Podcasts. You can catch up on all of our previous episodes including the Caroline Brown Testimony
1: and he was on the right-hand side of the street. Now this foot patrol's coming, but I'm walking, but he makes his way up on the right-hand side of the street that he sort of were leveled together. And he turns round and he goes, it'll not be long, he says, until you and I, he says, will be walking down the street together, hand in hand.
0: The civic activism podcast with the theme, a city with young people in mind.
1: The percentage of 100 young people
0: who wanted to leave, 95. So 95 out of 100 young people did not see their future in Derry and did not intend to come back, which means that for your generation,
3: (laughs) there's not going to be anybody left. And for those that are here, there won't be a voice to speak
0: on your behalf. Or our first Testimonies podcast, an interview with Seamus Heaney.
3: All of that kind of made me feel a desire for, I don't know if I would call it now revenge, although I think an element of it was revenge. Uh, I think a big part of it was just The need to see some form of justice, some kind of atonement for what had been done to me as an individual, to my family, and to what I would see as our community, our society.
0: Just go to soundcloud.com and search for Hollywell Trust, or go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and search for Hollywell Trust.
1: And I think of political theatre that you have done, street theatre, for example. Well, maybe political is the wrong word. But forgive Lundy.
2: That was that was something that we thought about and we planned and even cr- made costumes. Yes, aye. And uh, there was, there's been some amazing moments, and we have actually reflected. As I said earlier, reflected what's going on in society.
1: And reflected I'm, and maybe did more than that. Yeah. Invited society to reflect on what's going oh, on in society. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: Uh, whilst Lundy was one of them performances, and we were calling for compassion and forgiveness for Lundy. We were doing it in a way that the London march was actually irritating people, you know, and some communities, in the community I live in, on top of the hill, we were blocked on that day. Our mm. buses went away around the new bridge. there was an inconvenience there, and it was annoying people, and it was bringing the worst out in people. Sectarianism was coming heightened, uh, simply because people felt uh, trapped their own communities nobody went up the to town them days and the tension in the town it got it's eased now over the years but you cut it with a knife and so many years was red and everything up there at that time mm-hmm. but the stuff we did there was why they still burn on the question what they we're doing Only where word lonely only come out of was he a bad guy? the whole historical thing we, we tried to res- present the respectful channels to that through
1: that's one, That's a phrase that I associate with you. Respectful challenge, and I'm conscious of James saying that you've got uh, costumes for the, yes. for the London. so. That's uh-huh. less of the minimalist. More. I remember being in Sandinos, and I think my son James took a great photograph of you putting on makeup before yes. you went up to St Colums Hall. Uh-huh. But uh,
2: that was one day, and another day was the day that James walked his traditional route. It was to do with the marching, mm. the marching in the north of Ireland, and how that impacted on people. Now, James was just wearing a suit, and he had this cardboard orange collar on him. Yeah, it looked,
3: yeah, uh, looked... Kind of well, cardboard. Yeah. must have had a black hat too.
2: Oh, he had a black hat as well, yes. Mm. So that's all it took. That was minimalist. Like, he wasn't an actual orange man. He was just a guy with was doing what he did every week. And this went well. He got us walk the traditional route. He would have travelled what we travelled every Saturday down the steps <laughs> of St. Columns Hall. But James came through the Richmond Centre and there was this young lad giving out leaflets.
1: Surely he wasn't in the way or was he pro- Was he already protesting about he James and his traditional route? He
2: wasn't even. He was just standing there giving out leaflets.
1: Yeah. But he was in James's road. He
2: blocked his way. Mm. He was just happened to be there at that moment. Well, we didn't expect it. So, James stopped, he stopped at the stalemate. People gathered, must have been a hundred people gathered or more, round that spot,
1: and... What was happening that drew the hundred people, so two men are stopped, the the stalemate?
2: Yeah, the conflict, yeah. Yeah. And this young fella got into a role, he must have got into a role, because he wasn't for moving, Mm. and James presented his argument, and the young boy presented his
1: argument and this the young boy is totally ad libbing. He's, he's not he's just doing pre-planned
2: and James was doing his own thing yeah. the two into conflict
1: yeah. uh, and James
2: then says we last the, the security was getting concerned so we hundreds.
1: you uh, mostly young thousands people, mostly young now.
2: people and everybody was saying what's going on this is serious stuff
1: and was James, it serious or was it playful it or both was,
2: it was a bit of both the young people then was asked to decide by a show of hands, How you should, who should back down, basically? <laughs> <laughs> so, all the young people voted for your man, the young fellow. And when they clapped, Seems walked away. So, sort of Did you that.
1: resume your traditional route
2: after yeah, this
3: contract, Tom? As far as the steps?
2: What I remember was uh, going up Street. The coffin. The coffin. also saw dressed respectfully. I'm passing the pubs and pausing.
3: The, yeah. the coffin would have been covered with blue bags if I had it. I think it was. The coffin was made of, made of uh, beer. beer boxes. Oh. Beer boxes. <sighs> I was like, the 12 packs and the 6
2: packs. And we walked slowly and meticulously. I think he walked in front of it, James, as the undertaker. Just as an undertaker. Yes. With
1: a, a wreath for it made from uh, squashed cans, emptied cans, yeah. beer cans. That
2: but that impacted and people was talking about that for a long time after and it was like a solemn but effective performance you know and and I felt that that was what was needed that was part of that project the Blue Bag City project and that was worth doing because that Mm. was getting a social message out
3: there Mm. and by total contrast in terms of seriousness but one of the ones that I remember most fondly was when Eamon taught me how to push a trap, a pram, <laughs> we put an L plate on the front and back of a pram yes. or a buggy and Eamon, did you dress in a white dress coat? I
2: dressed in a white coat and had a supervisor's board with me and I was, mo- we had them in, I monitored your progress and I was telling you what to do, how to steer the pram and I to stop it and instruct me on what to do with this prom. Well, down steps. At one stage there was people pushing prams and doing that there was no training for, particularly <laughs> men. Yeah. You just got a prom your yeah. way it. So <laughs> this became an issue for us, because we spotted it. I was, we did a bit of research on it.
3: Yeah.
2: And we went and bought a prom. Do you remember that? Aye. We bought a prom to do these performances. Pardon. What? We had a bell. Yes. We had a back. bicycle bell on. Yes, yes. And it was just a danger to people. Pushing prams and, and the other people, Shopping to always be the same idea. You know, you're not trained. In, you should be on a license for these police.
1: How did the the man and woman in the street respond? But also produce laughter.
3: Yes, and looks. You know, and curiosity. Do, do you think people thought there was a baby in the buggy
2: for? <laughs> well, I don't know. See, we had a practice with it. I think it was a teddy bear first. We put in the ground. He was baby. Every memory serves me right.
1: Uh, and did was there an examination part as well oh as a written? Was there a
3: theory part? A yeah, Theory yeah. part. Yeah. yeah scoring a boy. <laughs> right um, and it was
2: like, <laughs> the hand signals came in. there No, right. He was turning right. <laughs> right I, was
3: I think we incorporated a, an, a, an indoor performance for another thing. Aye, in the. So you're
1: thinking of the Citizens Forum? Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. I uh, used it, not. Yes. And um, I know that that Hollywood Trust invited you to do a lot of. Could you? Would it be crude to say summarising some aspects of a theatrically summarising some aspects of a Citizens Forum? We fed back. We on done the feedback. Yeah. And we fed it back to again creatively. Was
3: that an action theatre forum? Yeah,
2: the Action theatre. Yeah. yeah. There's been not much over the years. It did a
3: weekend, it did a day on that yesterday in Bunkrana. No, Saturday. Action theater. As playback. And uh, the art surgery in Bunkrana.
1: I, I think I noticed a photograph. In With Patricia. On social media. of Yourself.
3: So that's being revived as well as moving pictures. Could It'd be we, another weekend and a
1: a day or two. Could you say, for the purposes of this interview, something about action theater? so that anyone that's listening on this as a podcast could say well why i get more of an understanding of that now
3: well action theater is a form of performance a group of us used for for years in action theater the content is totally spontaneous but you are using scores or structures of voice movement and sound spoken word sound with the voice and physical movement and various combinations and you follow a set of rules. A rule could be as simple as I continue talking until somebody interrupts me and then they continue talking until I interrupt them and so the content would be immaterial. You'd be focusing on the sound of your voice the tone of your voice, the flow of the words rather than what you're saying and you're free, it's a great freeing form because it doesn't matter what I say as long as I keep talking and I may repeat myself if I wish. The focus on my mind is on my sound that is coming and the sound that is coming from my voice between my lips and I keep going and keep going until perhaps someone else speaks.
1: So for example, at this moment if I were to interrupt you, then it would be I would then keep going until I you would interrupt, interrupt you
3: again and uh, this would keep on. Ah. It could be as simple as that. The thing is it's a collaboration. I'm free also because I know that you are there as well. So I'm not even doing a solo or the three of us. Mm-hmm. And so there are various scores and structures. And that is what action theatre is about. If it's I want to
1: do, is there a book or anything on action theatre? Ruth Sipora
3: has written a book called Action Theatre. The theatre spelt the American way, E R instead of R E.
1: So it's misspelt. Is that what you're suggesting?
3: I'm suggesting if you're googling it and we're trying to get it right, you need to, you need to say. Action Theatre. Improvisation of Presence is a subtitle.
1: Oh. Would there be any chance of uh, an improvisation of presence in this very present moment yourself? Well, and we just
3: did it there now.
1: We did it, and what yeah. about Mr O'Donnell? I like didn't yourself? exactly do
2: Action Theatre. I, I just stuck the, the street work
1: James. Yeah. And you've been doing this together now. Yes. Someone suggested that the moving pitches that, that you've begun this in the late 1980s.
2: That's probably true. Eighty-eight, I think. I remember how it first started. James was—I did a drama course for James, and one of the days James was teaching at McGee. That's teaching McGee. And one of the elements was uh, spontaneity. I Remember, James took us out to the electric centre. She's in the Strand Road Electricity Centre. And I found something in myself that day, and James recognised it, where I have sort of taken over. I find myself in
3: You were transformed <laughs> compared to the quiet demeanor you had in the course. Yeah. So, around. what was the
1: transformation that you recall, James? It was or
2: confidence? I, my confidence was sky high because I felt confident in a role. I found a role for myself.
1: Uh huh. Do you remember what that role was? I
2: can't remember exactly. I think it was to do with giving out leaflets.
1: Imaginary but leaflets, or no? They
2: were there. They were real. Oh, okay. I think that was it. But James said to me afterwards, something happened there, and I knew myself, something happened to me. But James, I'd I let that go, and then James was running a street sk- theatre. A street theatre. He was going to run a uh, course, a weekend course. A weekend course.
3: No, sorry, it was course. Course. a weekly. It was an extramural course. course. It's going to be a and I was the only participant turned
2: Muriel. up. And I remember that night, somebody threw water balloons at me <laughs> coming out of the state, and I was soaking. But I still went. I was then doing the foundation course at McGee and James was at McGee and James said, look, we'll meet up with McGee call up. It was a Monday afternoon We'll do it it anyway. So the first thing we did was carry a chair from McGee down the town and find uses for
3: this chair. The two of us carrying this small chair between us. Yeah.
2: That was the early days of our development. We hadn't found the steps in the hall, that's the But I remember some of the performances. One was where we carried a small, like a mat. But we carried the two of us, like a little carpet. And it was like two men for, for one wee
3: small mat. A very interesting uh, period of that durational yeah. t- experience was whenever we took on a role yeah. each, we became the conservation volunteers. That's right. So we gave ourselves a rationale and we took it in turns, each week, either to be the worker or the boss, mm. and I, th- I find this a very interesting experience, if it was my turn to be the boss, I told Eamon what to do, and we, we would have had uh, some tools with us yeah, as well, and paint and, you know. so we were conservation vo- volunteers, if anybody asked us what we were doing, this is before the conservation volunteers, that we, um, we're saying we're improving the environment. It uh, gave us a legitimacy to do what we're doing, didn't it? But the interesting thing was, whenever I was the boss, I was in the role of the decision maker. And this was useful for me psychologically, to be taking that responsibility and authority and uh, making the decisions. You paint that bollard, for example.
1: And can I ask, did you actually paint the bollard? Yes, yes. Yeah. I did quite a
3: lot of paint. This was in the days when there's a lot of waste ground.
1: This is when Derry was more a bombed out the yes. city, recovering maybe yes. somewhat from
3: years we of violence. We removed the barbed
2: wire from the steps going up to the walls at Magazine Gate. We took it
3: apart, pulled it down. So that was interesting to have that res- role of
1: boss. Psychologically it was good for you to be the boss To make decisions Make decisions, provide directions It's
3: not so much to be the boss, it's to be taking decisions and giving directions Do you you remember the day day we buried the wheel, Ah, the
2: bicycle wheel And this woman walked past Vertically, (laughs) vertically buried it The wheel, in the ground This woman walked past and she said, the
3: stupidest things you ever saw in her life (laughs) <laughs> and laughed and laughed but the other thing was whenever Eamon was the boss I had to do what he said and this was good for me as well and I, I noticed it actually when I was working with groups I did group work in those days that it was the role of accepting what people said in the group You're know, going with it so I had to go with what Eamon wanted, mm, even yeah. though something maybe I didn't initially think it was the best idea or what I wanted to so do. So you were surrendering? Yeah. Acceptance well, was a big thing. I would I said, if anybody asked a question, yeah. you know, they might have said, look, can you tell us directions? You know, I'm lost here in the city, can you tell me? It was always the boss It's spoke to me. <laughs> or if they i wanted to ask what we were doing so it when it thought. was you
1: as the boss they might not know that but they would come to you yeah. or if Amy was the boss somehow they knew
3: well we were dressed we oh dressed
2: uh, we' dressed as a worker we dress with a yellow hard hat all oh, right a donkey right
1: jacket yeah
2: and jeans and bits
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: and chain all the tools the boss with the card everything yeah
3: well, uh, i think we did that one day deliberately as yes. that I think we'd step ladders doing one day. We like a shopping trolley. Was and that? Or was that the day we did that? We papered the walls. Okay. We thought, like conceptually, you know, if you think of conceptual art yeah. as an idea, mm. that we took the, the steps and we bought uh, lining paper, wallpaper. Li- yes. was, was Pamela Brown with us that day? I can't remember the that. The concept was that we would wallpaper Derry's Derry's historic walls. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: We would wallpaper the walls. Oh, no, this is outrageous. So yeah. it
3: was right about magazine street. We were doing it. So we had we, we bought the paste yeah. as yeah. well. No no expense spared.
1: Yeah. So you, this was not minimalist. This was an extravaganza. <laughs> yes. We yeah. actually
3: had the the wallpaper. And
1: presumably paste. consulted with the DOE and oh, the relevant body. that was, the was one of our rules.
3: This this was never asked permission. So. We were, in fact, interrupted by uh, council, uh, council staff. Interrupted, very,
2: very aggressively. Well, one and protective, aggressive. Of, the protective of the walls, the city, destroying the heritage and
3: whatever. We got lectures. Well, but uh, so the, the beautiful thing is that we didn't wallpaper all the walls of Derry. We did a certain amount. <laughs> But conceptually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we were. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> but,
1: but when you mention the interruption by the council officials, it reminds me now, you didn't quite finish the story of the interruption at the South Bank Centre when you were on tour right. moving your pitches to London. Could you say a bit about that?
3: We were uh, chalking colour several, chalk, of chalk. several yeah. places in the on the pavement area. The vicinity of the r- between the river and the buildings and the south bank of London. That's both of you and my son. Yeah, it's, it's Guy a was fancy. there as well. Was it just the three of us? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, and the security men stopped us. Were
1: these security men burly? Often, security men are described as burly.
3: One was wiry and strong. I know this because at some point. I moved to go past him, or I was going to have to, be, and he was, he was just really still. I couldn't but uh, yeah, he, so, yeah, he was strong.
1: What was the issue with your joggings? Uh, because and it
3: was against, it was it's just privately owned, it's like yes, Everton Square now, there's a, a public a company, and.
1: ilex uh, regeneration company, it's like
3: it? that on South Bank Centre, there's that pavement area. Belongs to, to to them. So
1: in it's their view, public. you were defiling. It's about public their
3: spaces. It's about sort of reclaiming
2: public spaces. But we didn't think that place was old at the time we, we did that piece of work. On reflection, something now want to do is create reclaim those spaces for public
3: access and for art. Yeah. yeah. So we had done one mural on the ground. What do you call it? One is a pavement piece of pavement drawing on the ground, where, with. Uh, Uh, labels with words around it, it was a picture and words and then we moved uh, maybe a hundred, it was as much as a hundred yards and was doing another one whenever they were challenged and told to wipe it off and get water and so on eventually we uh, agreed but then they said right and there's this other one you did down the road there. So they're watching us. You want? We all needed to take that one off. And I said no. I said, you know, that is a stage too far. We were. I felt compromised enough, and actually doing the, removing the first one. But this was so the police had to be sent for.
1: Were there moments then of stress at this the situation?
3: Well, you we knew trickier that trickier
1: was- than you would. W- uh, well, we way trickier than as you wish for
3: as soon as the police <laughs> came and told us to stop we knew we would do that yeah, we weren't going to like, take it any yeah. further than that it was the security man said now you're banned yeah we're you're banned so, we're banned <laughs> the side the bike.
1: so <laughs> Eamon O'Donnell <laughs> and, and James tomorrow. King are ba- banned <laughs> and from and Guy King and Guy, yeah. and guy King as well yeah. but the
2: guy kept, uh, man <laughs> <laughs> bucket, and he wanted an institute remember that uh,
1: and what happened
2: I think we did a bit
3: did me. We? I well, that that one of the security men actually wanted to help us. Yeah, he did help. He did a lot of himself. And then it's said, okay, there's only one class man, so
2: we, were, we weren't trying to annoy anybody. Yeah, and that was one of our principles, mm-hmm. isn't it? We try not to annoy people. Yeah, we also don't ask permission, so it's where we charter.
1: In the in the hour that we've been chatting, it sounds like that so often what you're bringing to the streets is fun. And maybe inviting people to rethink, or as you described it earlier, respectful challenge. Yeah. Uh, bring an affirmation, you're a winner, or everybody deserves a clap. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That'd be right. But we also deal with, with our issues as well, <coughs> something goes up. Like, I remember uh, oh, one of my nieces said to me a few years back, a good few years back, a game when it's a break at school, was open. that. Yeah. There's detentions flying at some brackets We're we'll flying at detentions. We get two, one teacher actually shooting detentions on a daily basis. So she played it with me and some of her friends to do something about it. So James and I got a big board and we went to the school. No two detentions. And we stood there. And the young people.
1: Outside the school? Outside the school outside the gates, the school gates yeah. yeah.
2: And they didn't know how to deal with us. School didn't know how to deal with us. And I found out. A lot of her work was just controversial. They don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. I also remember another time when someone I did on my own. Someone had knocked down, was knocked down in the trench road.
1: Knocked um, down and killed?
2: No. Knocked down and injured. injured? Mother was injured and the child was hurt, but it was was okay. But I said, look, that's an accident thing have because there's schools there and there are own three or four schools. So I decided to protest. I couldn't get anyone that sees the stage of protest with me from the top of the hill, so I did it myself. I went up the road and speed kills. But I did it when the schools was getting out, put a white mask over my head They sort of on the white line to make sure I was safe. So I was lined with the white line, I walked up the white line, and the impact that that had was really
1: powerful. The now, impact on motorists? pedestrians had,
2: oh, children knew why it was there was it was the response to this accident happened on the road so keeping their children safe and as I walked up people looked at me and they were more concerned who I was and what what the message was for some reason because they're curious people's curious say who's doing that What's mm. that about and they found out who I was and they were happy with that but my niece then says do it again and I'd phone the journal and they'll take a photograph and I said okay, front page of the journal so then what happened was they explored this a bit further they found out that there was no lollipop man at the school, the teachers had been doing it for months, which I didn't know but at the back end of the school which is middle class area there was a lollipop person and people began to question the whole thing within two months they put the speed bumps
3: on the road and lollipop.
1: Brilliant, Damon. Brilliant. Uh, Brilliant. So,
3: a uh, stuff I didn't know. But uh, it's just, uh, it's just you did something in Strathfield about grass blocking the view. Oh, we did that. Uh, you and Paul. Me and Paul did that, yeah.
2: These days and times oh, of austerity they, they said they couldn't afford to cut the grass. This is very recent. We said, well, this isn't good enough because this is an accident waiting to happen. Because there's a cut there at uh, Temple Road and people's coming out and they can't see. The, cut the grass is over The so high. Yeah. So we went down and helped the placards, cut the grass, and we stood in the middle of the road, but got the media down to do it, and the media photographed us, and the grass was cut within a couple of days. We made the issue, we brought the issue So forth. it
1: could have been done, but someone so highlighting it, it, like yourself, yes, brought that, action.
2: That accent, direct action, that's what I found.
3: And then, of course, uh, there's the, 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 the less political, less useful, if you like. Like, uh, came to me when you said the white line over your back. Oh, you remember that? Uh, Eamon, uh, the, the Eamon, said, I don't know why this is the case, but for months he used to say to me, I want to do this thing with two yellow lines. Yes. So he had this burning desire, this internal need mm-hmm. to put two yellow lines over his body. So what we did was, yeah. We, we put two yellow lines over our shoulders and down our legs.
1: How did you construct the yellow lines? Uh, markers? It was it ribbon, was it? It, written, was,
3: it? it, w- it was like um, yellow duct tape. Oh yes, that's what it was. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, and uh, a to your clothing? A yeah.
3: to So we were and then we walked on the yellow lines around the time. Yeah.
2: And stood. yes. And if a car was parked, we would have stood
3: until it's Car moved. so there was, I suppose there was a bit of a purpose to that. Yes. So
1: that if a car was on the yellow, on lines, the yellow yes. lines you as yellow lanes would
3: stand there uh, in
1: solidarity with the the other yellow lanes. Yes. Yeah. So that there was solidarity with yellow lanes. So there yeah. was
3: something there, actually. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what's striking me listening is that we we could be sat here the six o'clock, twelve o'clock. Uh, well, there's a super abundance of. Mm-hmm. Joy, such richness, such diversity. And also there's political action. You and I, James, were involved and my daughter Grania uh, protesting we about Israeli bombing of Lebanon mm-hmm. on Shippy Street and the uh, the Motors operandi was chalking. Yes. From the bottom of Shippy Street. Were you involved Damon as well? Uh, saying I that was, we I desecrating the street, I think they might I have I
3: was halfway into the police car. I might have even been in the police car when you said we've decided to say we will stop and Grania being a twelve-year-old, I thought, well, yeah, well, let's not get involved here, Uh, and I said, okay, I'll give in as well.
1: And the rain came later that day, and the so-called desecrated street was washed clean. Yeah, but an important protest about uh, international incident, uh, bombing, people being killed and maimed, buildings destroyed, lives destroyed, Uh, protest was made. So there's a wonderful blend here of fun filled activity, creativity, Mm -hmm. spontaneity, in the moment. And And social justice committed as well. Hillsborough, Bloody Sunday. And
2: uh, even the skills of attention for young people, all that sort of stuff. was like
1: yeah, Social and you mentioned issues. middle class children have the lollipop man, the working class children said, right. "Go don't." Yeah. So it's about equality. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. we completed the. Was an idea of Eamon's, Eamon had all often said, "The bloody Sunday march never sort of got to its destination, which was the destination was the hall. And so a group of us, dressed in black, got a civil rights banner. It was Pat Byrne, Dave Dugan, Rosie O'Hara. And we walked in very slow motion from the Williams Street uh, Junction to Guildhall Square in one of the anniversaries of Bloody Sunday. It took us an hour and a half.
1: And what was the thought behind the slow motion walking?
3: The power that it can bring.
1: I remember seeing photographs of that, and they I, were certainly powerful. I would,
3: and, uh, the photograph was, was good, but you wouldn't grasp perhaps from the photograph that it was that slow expression. Mm. I mean, slow motion movement can be very powerful. I remember doing it in County Down, doing a slow motion walk against the American naval base you know, for the CND. We were told that you weren't allowed to go down this driveway towards this the barricade, which was the actual entrance to the base. We were a couple of hundred yards was a couple of hundred yards up the road. I'd just come back from a course where we'd been doing a lot of action, including slow some and actions. Stood it, I stood, and some some other people were nearby. And it, it it wasn't a very strict line; it was just a a line that the um, authorities said you know, you're know, you not to go down the, the pathway and uh, it was like an invisible line at the top of the road and so I took a s- slow step over the line one slow step and there were a few other people gathered around me that I had mentioned it to and, and I took another slow step so I had broken this invisible barrier and so we walked And then the others came behind me and then more gathered from the camp. And so we walked very slowly, imperceptibly slowly, down this pathway towards the fence and night began to, to fall and lights came on which added to it. Well that was very interesting because the police at some point later on, which I'll explain, they said, who's in charge here? You know, said we don't have anybody in charge. You know, it's like the woman at Greenham protesting. They did it collectively. The police want to say, "Who's in charge?" Want to speak to the leader? But people work collectively. Yeah. So, so we walked down, and then as we were going down, police walked down on either side of the the roadway, past us, towards the barricade, and I heard one of them say, "I don't know what." That's due to the Americans, but it's spooking the life out of me, because we were just doing this. I had a sense of the whole world of protests coming behind me, even though there's only a dozen or so. I had a sense of thousands of civil rights marchers through history at that sense. So we were walking down, and it's this great sense of history and power. And I thought, what are we going to do when we reach this barrier? because, you know, we can't sort of start charging at it, it would break the zone we were in. can't climb over it because that would be clumsy. We were approaching it and we were just a few yards away from When the police lined up in front of us and stood there, and they completed it, because we then stopped. And the police were there in the line, we were here in the line and we stayed and our arms were sore even just standing you know, your arms got sore stayed
1: for a long time
3: stayed all night stayed all night we sat down people brought us sleeping bags candles and we stayed all night and then we went back in the morning
1: so it's a, it's a non-violent and the police protest
2: and they changed mm-hmm. shifts we could some swim on the top of the hill I James. just can't remember that James one when we were talking earlier. We dressed up in masks. Yeah. It was one of the days when the march was the town. I, I think it was longest day. There was no access to. Um, there was no access to top of the hill. It stra- off. No, yeah. stra- and we decided to come out of our own Spencer community. Room. James and I had a banner: "Respect Residents' Rights," and we walked down as far as we could possibly go and fight now. help. Before we met the police barbecue between Fountain Hill and Spencer Road, Spencer Road, and then we sat down, and a lot of people became curious about what we're doing. Involving well, the police Just trying to talk to us. And I think we chalked on the ground at that point as well. I think we, I think we did, but then we had we, the same at that stage and we streets. stopped.
3: Yeah.
2: and we says we'll try go down Murd Street, and we're blocked again. So we go back to Fountain Hill. We sat there, and more people seemed to get involved in the whole issue. But what it was doing was raising awareness about the impact that the merchant does have on a small community. Mm -hmm. And how it was added to sectarianism. Because you had all these people with these very strong views... And the views got stronger when you see the limitations imposed on them mm. for the march. Mm. And there's, they regard it as their city.
1: Mm.
2: Which is wrong too, but that was the thinking.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and I remember going back up to the community and getting challenged very, very strongly by uh, one of the Synthian representatives. who said, What do you think you're doing? Who do you think you are? Taking that on. Because some young people fall as down. I said, well, I'm not responsible for them, Your people follow me down there. I'm responsible, I said, this was something I wanted to do, felt compelled to do, and I could justify it. It was a legitimate peaceful protest. But they said it as, they control of the state.
1: Sinn Féin controlled the state.
2: people in control of the state They were trying to do a fun day, all organised day, distract people mm. from the reality of the situation that was going on. So I stuck my nose under that and said, no, I don't want to stay at the play games or with inflatables or with and a bunch just, of I castles want, I want freedom of movement here and that's what I stood for
1: let's go, you know one of the things that's coming across to me now is like there was a line earlier what was it you're chanting in, in Edinburgh you're down the steps
3: you're we're never bored we're never bo- we are never bored but as I listen
1: to you mm-hmm. you know really there's such creativity such flexibility so much that you're doing that it suggests to me these two men are never bored because they are looking at ways of recreating the moment, investing in the moment. But is that accurate? Or
2: well, as I said earlier, we're, we're reflecting times we do reflect what's on in society, and we project that on the streets. It's making people think and question where they're at and maybe where they should be at at times. You know.
1: And maybe where you're at?
2: Yes. Yeah.
3: got... Also, the, the fact that I have a friend here that will uh, support me if I have an idea, and yeah. I'll support him if he has an idea, it just uh, multiplies the possibilities of what you can do 100%, because you've got a f-
2: friend.
1: Yeah. It's
2: that idea of not being alone, isn't it? You, you want to do
1: something? So there's a, an immense solidarity between the two of you. solidarity, yeah. And yeah. then one of the things I'm aware of is over the years there's been all sorts of uh, collaborators. You mentioned Christine and Oma, you mentioned Pamela Brown, you oh, mentioned Guy in and London. Myself. 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 Uh, Jerry, uh,
2: Teresa, Dermot, Jerry. You? Hi. Julie. You had name notes. All people who dipped into it got something from it and moved on. And that was fine. It was was no there was no sort of charter we had to sign up to. We just met. I never met, met and it was Ray and I Rory.
3: Remember, and I remember uh, Rory and Ray. I remember, yeah. I remember uh, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry McGowan. Aye. I remember Jerry saying you know, how this was so freeing for him.
1: Yeah. Mr. Eamon O'Donnell,
3: Esquire. square.
1: Mr. James King, Esquire. Thank you so much. And once again, I need to thank our funders, namely the Central Good Relations Fund, the Reconciliation Fund of the Department of Foreign Affairs, Derry Instraband the Council and the Community Relations Council. Thank you for listening and see you all soon.
0: You can stay up to date with us on our social media pages on Facebook look for the Hollywell Trust and on Twitter it's at Hollywell